We're alive, gentlemen. Pull away the uh, the alcohol and drugs. Mm. What am I looking for? <laughs> wearing a wire, mighty wearing a wire. The water. Kid, you wearing a wire? You fucking crazy? That's well. Cut him down. He fucking touches me. That make it easy on a saw. Take him off. Everything. <laughs> Consultant presents What's the Line podcast season three. The boys are back. Week two, gentlemen, how you doing out there? Uh, let's start with you, Salman. How you feeling? I'm all right. Uh, good Tuesday. Salman specials one and oh. I'm looking for at least 11 and six for the year. So, you know, I'm feeling good right now. You up. You know, actually, I was listening back to the pod last week. I heard something that you said that was sharp. You wouldn't have said a couple years ago, but, um, we're talking about the teaser. You you would you said, oh, I wouldn't go through the zero or something like that. Like, hey, wow. look at that. Look at I've that. Learned. I've learned. I've learned. <laughs> yes, we do not tease through zero. We're building a monster over here. We're building a monster. So um, I thought that was that was great. So I just wanted to touch on that. Rome, how you feeling, man? Back again, week two, three and zero last week on best bets. Ready to go, week two. Let's go. All right, all right, keeping the show and sweet. Rome's back, baby. Uh, <laughs> Keys, Papa Keys, what's poppin', man? How you feeling? My man, I'm my ready. Week two, on the week two. Analytical, analytical perspective, Keys. All right, we're gonna get right into it. First game on the board: Giants at Washington Football Team. Washington Football Team favored by three currently. Totals 41. Rome, what do you think about this game? Thursday night football. Uh, 48 hours until kick on this game. Uh, we saw what Daniel Jones at offense was able to do last week. 13 points at home. Pathetic for week one performance in which you had all offseason to plan for. Uh, you know, teams like them, the Packers, and, you know, other teams who just couldn't score points. Titans, teams who just couldn't score points this week. It, it's kind of like a, you know, it, it, it's, it's obviously a, a big game here, but at, at being a division game, but it's one of those things where it's like, you got to come out and score more than 13 points. Specifically, uh, talking about a division team and a division opponent in the Washington football team that will be down into the uh, the Taylor Heineke and, and their second string card start quarterback. And, you know, once again, you know, uh, Daniel Jones and offensive line. That's been that's been the question. How is Daniel Jones production going to be graded with a bad offensive line this past weekend? They go up against probably one of the best offensive lines being the Broncos of Von Miller, Bradley Chubb and those guys. And here you go this week again, Chase Young, uh, Jonathan Allen and those guys. So, you know, they, they just need more production on offense, uh, specifically uh, speaking towards uh, how they operate in between the 20s. They're just, you know, regular play-to-play offense looking poor. 13 points on the board, and like I said, just not able to move the football. Here against the Washington football team in division, on the road, short week, uh, leaning on the Giants team total over after everything I just said. Why? 
I'll give it to you like this. Uh, line is three. It's a flat three at home with Washington. So what, what I'm looking for in this team total here is for Giants to be able to get short fields and opportunities to, you know, push the ball at least 40 yards and be at the field goal range. I'm not asking the Giants to go out there and score five touchdowns. What I would expect from the Giants are, you know, three field goals and two touchdowns. And that right there alone, that gets you over that that uh, uh, team total probably around 20, uh, 19 and a half. And that'll get you over that number. Don't want any parts, any sides here. I think this will be an ugly muck it up early season game. Is this not the earliest Thursday night game we've ever had? Uh, I think it is. Yeah, that, it is. They usually wait a little while. Uh, so, short week, earliest time they've ever ran a three uh, Thursday night game. Uh, I, I want the Giants team total over. I don't want any parts of the sides. All right, Keith, how you feeling about this game? Uh, Washington football team favored by three at home. Yeah, I mean, I have, I tend to agree with most of what I'm said, honestly, uh, in, especially in terms of how he feels about picking the line here. Um, early division game, uh, I, mean, I have a slight lean with the Washington football team here just because I think it's it's pretty clear they are, you know what I mean, they are, I mean, not pretty clear, but I think most would agree they are the better team here. And I think they have just the ability to get to Danny Dimes and Danny Dimes when he's in pressure is literally what you would love to see um, if you're an opponent team. Right. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean on that. The only thing that's that's um, concerning to me is the Giants as a road dog are honestly pretty good. Um, they tend to beat the odds, and I don't like that three and a half number. Um, if you could find it somewhere, like maybe, you know, maybe the public, you know, is riding on the Giants or something. If you could find it somewhere, at um at three, I, I really like getting it down half a point or something. Um, um, and then as well, they're both teams a little banged up, but just early in the week coming out. Uh, Gibson was a full participant in practice. Um, and Saquon Barkley is still kind of limited. Uh, he's um, looking to be on a pitch count. That's, I mean, obviously the Giants' best playmaker. So right. uh, we're just going to go with the healthier, a little better team with a slight lean to cover. But um, I, I don't love it for sure. All right, Sam, man, what you got for me? Washington football team, the fans fan. What do you got? Washington football team minus the three. Uh, I actually like the Washington football team here. I'm going to see if I can actually predict their record this whole entire season. But i like us to win here. Uh, we got embarrassed um, week one. I'm just going to speak from the Washington football team's perspective. We got embarrassed week one, but obviously I knew it was going to happen. Um, I think you go back inside the locker room, you get a night game, and you just kind of try to play a game that you should have played in week one. We only touch Herbert once. So I think, you know, let's let's get after them. Let's let our D-line, like, be who they say they are. I think our secondary is still in question. So I do expect Danny to probably throw two tugs on us. But also, he's going to give us the ball at least twice. And I think that'll work in our favor. I think the score will probably be the exact same as what it was against the Chargers, like a 20-14, to 20-16 type of game for us to win. So I do like us here. Um, and my last tidbit about why I think we're going to win just outright is we lost to them five games in a row. It's not happening. Not losing six in a row to them. So... I love the Washington football team here on Thursday. I hate it to be a Thursday night game this early because we don't play good at night. We were one a night last year, though, but still we are the Washington football team. So you never know. But I love us right here to win uh, on Thursday. All right. For me, I had a like uh, with the Giants at plus three. What? Excuse me? You like them to win or cover? I think they're going to win by about six. So I do think they're going to cover. All right. Yeah, for me, I had a like on the, uh, the Giants at plus three and a half. Now that the number's three, which means steam on a little bit on the Giants, uh, I still, I, I'll still stick with the like at plus three. 
Uh, we talk about it. I mean, I like to just back, you know, good, good against the spread records, good coaches, good, you know, you know, good situations. This Giants team, uh, Keith mentioned it, but they're ten and three against the spread as a road dog. Uh, with um, Daniel Dimes, what is it? Daniel Jones is the quarterback. Uh, <laughs> Danny Dimes. Yeah, they've been stupid the nickname. They, uh, they, they, they do well in these certain situations. I remember them last year going against, going out to LA against the Rams, covering that spread. Uh, is one of the games that come in mind particularly. And I, I just I just know I like to bet on this team on the road. Uh, at first, you know, I had a, a, over a field goal with the division dog, but you give me a field goal. Um, you're telling me these even teams. I think their defense is pretty good. Um, you know, and, and the Giants gave up a late rush for 71 yards. Um, so their numbers is a little screwed. They're giving up 165 rushing yards per game, but that 70-yard rush was out there kind of, you know, end of the game break their, uh, you know, the straw to break the Campbell's back. So I'm going to go with the uh, the Giants here, plus the three. And uh, maybe I'll actually uh, probably, maybe I'll probably buy a half point, get it back to that three and a half. If I would do it, I'll bet it now. So, uh, yep. So that is any, I'm the only one that liked that game. Oh, you no, like I it like Washington. Washington. Yeah, okay. I like Washington. All right. I'm going to leave that one alone. Though. That's a little <laughs> simple. <laughs> All right. Next game, Bengals at the Bears. Uh, Bears favored by two and a half. Total is 45. Keith, what do you think about this one? Joey uh, covers. I'm, Joey covers. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to like Joey cover to continue covering here. Um, I, I'm i all out on the, on the Bears defense um, this year. I feel like. It's time. I, I've been telling y'all. I yeah. mean, it's, it's, yeah, I feel like they're kind of like over the hill at this point with it. It was, I know that this is a lot of hype and you know, deservedly so for that Rams offense and, you know, what they were going to go out there and show. I mean, they completely dismantled them. I, I don't know if a lot of people were paying attention to that, but I was, I mean, McVay was definitely just, you know, like Sean, uh, like Stafford, get, get your shit off. Like, I want you to have yeah, for a game. Sure. They didn't even start running their real, you know what I mean? Their real running looks like, how, you know, how they do some of his own runs until like literally the last possession of the game. I don't know if anybody noticed that. I only did because uh, selfishly I had Daryl Henderson on my squad. But I was like, wow. They was giving them all, like, you know, just regular handoffs. They were playing. They were touring with the Bears out there. Um, and it was it's just, I'm, I'm picking that, you know what I mean, that the hot team right now, young hot team to cover that three or up on the road. I don't really know how the Bears are getting the three. Um, to be honest, well, so it's two and a half now. Like, it went down some. It went down. The, it said two and a half. Mm, so okay, people agree with me. Yeah, which is concerning, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ron, what do you think about this game? Bears favored by two and a half at home against the Bengals. Uh, line is two and a half. You get two and a half, three for simply being at home. So that's saying these two teams are even. Uh, I pretty much agree with that at this point. Uh, Bears offense look pathetic. And Matt Nagy's he's going to be fighting for an offense coordinator job at this point because he won't be the head coach next year. Uh, that defense, like you said, lots of names over the hill, though, in terms of production and efficiency. Uh, not not loving either side here with the Bengals because their defense isn't as, isn't much better. They just don't have many names. I want Bengals team total over on this game. Limit my liability with a bad defense and Joe Burrow to continue covering. Yeah, uh, sound man. What do you think about this game? Uh, the Bears. Two and a half at home. Yeah, it just definitely switched. <laughs> I was definitely <laughs> riding with the Bears. I was thinking it might be the field's time to shine, but even if he does come in, I'm still not feeling it. I think I am just going to stick with the the Joey covers at this point. 
I didn't like neither one of their games last week, Bears or the Bengals. But I mean, Bengals obviously somehow won. They uh, ran the ball well, over 140. Did we learn more from the Bengals or the Vikings on Sunday? We'll talk about the Vikings a little. Yeah. More. <laughs> <laughs> Throw me off. Um, no, but um, I'm gonna just yeah, I'm gonna just I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean with the Bengals here, just just to cover, man. I think. You're at home though. the The fans probably gonna go crazy and be like, "Yo, let's get Fields in the game." So that could, you know, change things. Obviously, he came in, you know, scored a tug already. So it's just like the legend of him is already growing. So it could go crazy if he gets in or not. But we'll just stick with the joy covers. I'm gonna lean Bengals there. Yeah, I'm also lean the Bengals. Um, I don't think they're that great of a team yet, but I also don't think this Bears team. So it could have been a like. But when we talk about Joey Covers, uh, you know, he's, he started 10 games his career so far, 7-2 and 1 against the spread. So that's Joe Burrow. So that's why we call him Joey Covers for all those out there listening. But, um, yeah, I, I just think that the Bengals, uh, I talked about the AFC North uh, previously. Everybody is 56% or more against the spread as a road dog. Um, you know, the Bengals are in this spot here. They're eight and six as a road dog under Zach Taylor. And he hasn't done much of shit anyway. So the one thing that's riding with him is eight and six as a road dog. Um, so I like that. Um, oh, the number's two and a half now. So I, I, I wouldn't bet it. If it was three, I would probably feel a little better about it. But at two and a half, I'll just lean with the Bengals and Joey Covers. Um, and, you know, I think both teams, though, are still, you know, still lower class. Or lower tier, rather. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just want to add a nugget in on that. Uh, Bengals' season total win was at four, four and a half at some shots. So, you know, they're a quarter of the way there, and we only play one week of football. So I wouldn't I, – I, I, how about this? I think that line is more accurate than what we saw on Sunday. I would not get super high on the Bengals. I would more so see them to regress and find their way to lose games in which they should win. And that just kind of goes back to my point why I don't want any uh, parts of the side. I'd rather just play their offense. Yep, and it's a possible teaser play. I mean, people, you know, um, you know, I've been I've been killing it with the teasers last year or so. So, um, you know, you could possibly tease the Bengals to get them, you know, plus eight and a half goes to a couple key numbers, and then the uh, the under as well, under uh, you know fifty one. I know these are two bad teams, and we don't want to stay on this game too long. But two is a very important number for books and teasers. So if this line is actually at two by uh, by by Saturday Sunday Saturday night Sunday morning. I would kind of be afraid of, of touching the Bengals on either side. I'd probably just rather play the Bears because the books aren't two is just that number. When you play seven point teaser, you get them up to nine. It's now a two possession teaser. Books are, you know, they're kind of reluctant to get it down to two. So it's to open at three, now down to two and a half. If it really gets down to two, that means there's some sharp money there on the Bears, and I want no parts of the Bengals. And they're actually probably inclined me to to lay it with the Bears and also double back with the Bengals team total over. All right, so that's Ron's perspective on that one. Um, I feel like that was a little confusing what? at the end, the very end. But we'll, we'll move on. We'll move on. Bro, what are you uh, talking Texas about, at the Browns. The Browns favored by twelve and a half now. Total is forty-eight. I was on the Texans last week, gentlemen. I was probably on this island by myself, waving yes, my little we hand. Yes, we were. We were partying yeah. on that island. <laughs> it was, you know, but I, I definitely like that play. But now the Texans are twelve and a half point road dogs. Total forty-eight. Ron, what you think? I got nothing for this game. It's a complete stay away from me. Um, it is It is a stay away. I'm sorry. I missed that. All right. Keith, what do you got for me on this one? Um, it's, it's close to there for me, too, just because of the line. Um, yeah. So I, I honestly don't have much. I had to lean with the Texans because I don't really see the Browns. I mean, I mean, I can see them doing it, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on the Browns blowing anybody out by two touchdowns. Uh, right. Especially a team coming off a win that's, you know what I mean, high on themselves. Gotcha. All right. Tell me, what do you think about this game? Browns favorite by 12 and a half. The 12 and a half. The Brownies 
leaning Browns here. Um, wouldn't wouldn't bet it. Um, but I do think just off the strength that the Texans just came off an impressive win against probably, you know, bottom two teams and well, they're bottom two teams as well. You probably played the worst team, came off a good win. And these Browns just came off of a heartbreaking L to the Chiefs, which is probably the second best team in the NFL. I think they're going to come out here at home and probably just, you know, try to dominate this game. I can actually see them winning by more than the 12 and a half, like two tugs, maybe 17 points just to be like, you know, we are a good football team. Let's get these Texans out the way. So I'm going to lean Browns here. I wouldn't bet it though. Yep. It was all, it was a near stay away for me. So I feel all those sentiments. Uh, I want to point out Texans. I don't even know this Matt. last four years. Uh, 18, 22, and 2 against the spread in non-division games. So, um, yeah, I, I don't really, yeah. So, uh, but for me, I, I lean with the Texans. 12 and a half is a lot of points. Um, you know, efficient quarterback, not going to turn the ball over. We don't think so. I, I'll just lean with the 12 and a half. I'm not betting that at all, though, at all. All right, next game, Rams minus four at the Colts, total 48. Keith, I'm going to you first to see you got to like it. Talk to me. What do you think about this game? Um... I just gotta like with the Rams here. I, I I'm I'm really high on the Rams. I don't want to be super super too you know like overreacting over the first week. I just talked about how they how they smashed the Bears, who are not a good team, and they should have smashed the Bears honestly. Yep. Um, but I was I was high on them before the season. Um, I really like them bringing in Stafford in terms of just what they like to do. There, you saw you saw it play out to perfection. Them them getting the deep ball. Um, you know what I mean with confidence. Uh. Like I said, I don't even think we've seen like all of what we have from this. And the Colts in general is just too many question marks there. They're super banged up. Uh, their defense is not not really stopping the run like uh, they have uh, been in the past. Um, they haven't been super great at it, but uh, they're definitely not stopping the run like I think you would need to in, t- in order to beat the Rams. Um, this Rams defense is up there for one of the – I mean, them and the, the Steelers. I mean, I think the Steelers edged them out, but one of the better better units in the in the league. Um, the Rams. I know he just said the Steelers. Though that's, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I said the, uh, the Rams defense and the Steelers defense, probably one of the better you know defensive units in the league. Uh, I just don't think the talent, but they always do some dumb stuff, like have linebackers trying to check slot receivers, and they they work themselves in the. Ram, I mean, Ram, stay away from you. This is stay away from you, buddy. <laughs> so I just couldn't resist. You so you you like the coach the coach here. No, I, I actually, this is a stay away from me, like you said. <laughs> All right, Sal, man, what do you think about this game? Rams minus four, uh, total 48. Um, I, I, too, like the the Rams here. Um, just judging about, well, first let me say, it's kind of kind of sucks for the Colts to just have two of NFC West teams come in back-to-back weeks at the crib, so it sucks for them. But um, I would say... I think everyone would say the Rams defense is way better than the Seahawks defense and the Seahawks defense had Carson Wentz and them looking like just terrible. Carson Wentz was getting touched at will. So if the Seahawks defense can do it, I'm pretty sure the Rams can do it, but even better. Um, I would say the Rams probably have better weapons than the, than the, um, the Seahawks, but obviously they got the better quarterback. So I think it can be the same type of over the top, at, at will for these Rams here. I think, you know, four points for the Rams on a road against these Colts. As Keith said, very questionable players are banged up and all this stuff. Give me the Rams here on the road. I feel like the Colts are a team that they cover when they're supposed to and they, they you know, they don't when they're like, I I feel like the Colts as a as an underdog 
uh, I never they don't necessarily upset me unless it's in division game. Right. Uh, we could probably run some numbers on that, but they just like they've always been a team like that. I can see, yeah, I see them, you know, winning those minus two and a half games, covering those against the Titans and things like that when they're when you would expect them not. Uh, just a little nugget before we move on. Carson Wentz started that game nine for ten. So they did get after him, but he was pretty sharp before he, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, got, got I mean, before we move on, I mean, I, I like the Rams here. I'm not going to get, you know, folded in by, I mean, I understand I'm, I'm taking a home, uh, a road uh, favorite. <laughs> but this Colts team under Frank Wright is 0-4 against the spread as a home dog. So, Keith, you're right on point. They don't cover spreads like this. That's in his DNA. Um, obviously, I know, Rome, you would say that's eventually got to stop. Um, but I just think this Rams team didn't even – I don't want to say they didn't break a sweat because this is professional football, but uh, they, the Bears did not compete with them um, as, as, as some may have expected. I certainly didn't. I think they got a lot more to bring out the toolbox of Sean McVay. He's got his quarterback, the 13-10 against the spread is a role favorite since he's been the coach, 24-21 uh, non-division games. And these NFC, te- NFC West teams, understand, they got to win these games early. So, uh, you know, even if you don't like it at the four, um, you know, I, I don't see it move. I don't see it going the, uh, the other way. So that's probably the, uh, the, the lowest you'll get it. So I like the Rams in this spot, um, and especially with a coach defense. I don't think is good. And Carson Wentz is a uh, spooky out there. Ghost man. <laughs> All right. Next game. Bills at the Dolphins. Uh, Bills favored by three and a half. Totals 48. Let me see how you guys feel about this one. No one feels. Oh, wrong. We got green here. Talk to me. How do you feel about this game? Yeah, like the Bills here, this is an offense that really didn't break a sweat. If you want to talk about breaking a sweat this past weekend, they just got in their own way. And a lot of unfortunate uh, turnovers. They got really cute uh, towards the middle of the game right before halftime. That's where the momentum changed, and they were never able to regain that momentum. However, this line's at three and a half. I believe it'll get up to four uh, by Sunday. I mean, at that point, uh, you know, I really, I, I probably really like the Bills because this is a Bills team that kind of owns Miami, specifically in Miami. I don't think they've been able to figure them out yet. And this is a Bills offense. We know they're not going to try and run the ball. But Miami, I mean, is their pass defense up to par this year? Is it going to be able to stop Josh Allen? Because it damn sure wasn't last year. Uh, Stephon Diggs went crazy in this game in Miami last year. Also went crazy in the game at home against uh, the Dolphins last year. Tua, we didn't see anything exciting from them. That game in the Patriots game goes under. They don't score enough points. They find a way to get the dub and the cover. This it was is 16 and 15, 16 and 14. I mean, that's poor. So, I mean, if you think, you know, the Bills, this line is 48. I mean, I'm sorry, the total's at 48 and the line's three and a half. I, 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 there's no way I don't see the Bills scoring over 24 points in, in this matchup. So, give me the Bills. It's one of my likes this week. Like it at three and a half, like it at four. Uh, Probably like it. Uh, uh, eh, that's probably up to like. give me a number. That's about it. Yeah. You like it up to four and a half? Yeah, because at right. five, I'm not getting value. Gotcha. All right. Um, Bill, six and four against the Spurs, a road fave under head coach Sean McVay. Keith, what do you think about this game? Um, I honestly completely and wholeheartedly agree with everything Rome said. Um, but I'm trying to do a new thing where I'm going to change this officially to a slight lean with the, the fins. Um, just because I'm trying to be an analytics guy, I'm trying to I'm trying to be consistent with the system. It's, it's trying to lean. You can't like every game, bro. You can't. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And this is this is definitely a lean for me. Um, but I do love the Bills just as a team, and I do think that 
it was very unfortunate the way they lost that game yesterday. You can't really, um, I mean, you can say it like point to them as a team, I guess, if you want to like point out the special teams unit, but it, you know, nothing about like how you like fix the lines or whatever. Um, but I'm just gonna go with the go with the fins with the system. They're a uh, road dog, I mean, home dog in the division. Um, and they usually do perform well in these spots, honestly. Um, maybe not against the Bills to Rome Point, but um, just as a system play, I'm going I'm to lean with the, with the fans here. All right. Uh, suddenly, I got some green in my peripheral. Uh, Sal, man, you got a like here? Yeah, I think um, yeah, I just went with the Bills. Um, obviously, Mafia here. I'm reading your stats at the top of this sheet for the Dolphins, but I'm not going to let it sway me. I think uh, the Bills came out, obviously, Played the Steelers, didn't play to up to par to their probably standards. And I think they kind of just want to come out here. And like Rome said, they had fun in Miami last year. I think they come out here and they have fun in Miami again. It'd be like, you know, last week was a dud. Go out here and beat the Dolphins. Like, these guys can't even score. Who is Tua? You know what I'm saying? Like, just blow up the whole Dolphin system. Have fun in Miami. I'm going to like the Bills here, minus three on the road. It's at it's at three and a half. I'll take that too. All right, oh, you'll take that too. That's that. You like it at uh, three? You better like it at three and a half yeah, too. Yeah, and that's that, that, that sound, man. That's the fans fan. Uh, always great to hear his perspective. Me, I'm gonna lean the other way. I'm gonna lean with the Dolphins here. Um, only way, I, only reason I lean is because of Tua. I don't like, you know, I'm not, I'm not feeling the Tua right now. But uh, the Dolphins, I really like their coach, uh, the defense. I, you know, what. Also, Rome, which you spoke about with the digs last year, that is something that concerns me. But uh, Dolphins, nine and four division games under Flores. Um, they're nine and five against the spread after a win, eight and five against the spread as a home dog. So, I mean, those are pretty good numbers. Try to catch on to coaches like that early, like I did um, with my bestie, Mike Zimmer. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, things like that, I just try to just try to catch on to. So, I'm, I'm going to lean with the Dolphins here. I don't think I'll be actually betting this game, but um, if it gets, if it, well, I don't know if it, it won't get up to six, but um, so uh, possibly though, this is, this could be an upset. This could be an upset. I mean, the, uh, I know Tua can't throw the ball that well, but neither could Big Ben and they got the W. So if this, if this turns into a defensive muck it up game and humidity sets in in that second half, Dolphins could slip out of here with another little stinky win. So I, I, I just, I just lean with that be. You know, Dolphins, well, it would be more of a story that Bills go on too rather than Dolphins win. That's that's exactly what I was going to say, not to go on a tangent, but just like for shits and giggles. If these Bills start out 0-2 and, and lose to these Dolphins, that is going to be a story. I feel like the narrative on them probably shifts tremendously. I don't think they get the same cachet as some of the other better teams, like how you can just throw off a Rodgers, you know, getting beat like that. Or Ravens last night. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Exactly, sure. exactly. I don't know if the – I mean – some would say I don't personally. I don't know if the Bills are all the way there yet. To me, oh, I think their defense isn't there. I think they've been successful with good coaching. I just wanted to point out nine of four Brian Flores is in division. Two of those losses, two of those four losses, came against these Bills. So, all right, that is a good stat, just not specifically for this matchup. Mm-hmm. I like the Bills. There it is. All right, next game: Patriots at the Jets. Patriots favored by five and a half. It's probably changing as we speak. Total forty-two and a half. I'll start with me. I like the Patriots minus the five and a half. Although these against the spread numbers for the Patriots are not that great since 2017, 11 and 10 after a loss, 13 and 13 as a road favorite. I feel like Bill Belichick has finally got the team he's he's been waiting to get or been, you know, waiting to assemble. Um, you know, we had 
when I talk about, you know, obviously they had Brady a couple years ago, but didn't have the weapons. And then they had Cam last year, didn't have any weapons, and Cam wasn't that great. Now you have a quarterback, Joe, he could do it. Um, your professional quarterback, like you say, Rome. And then, um, you know, a lot of weapons around him coming off a loss. And I just think this Jets team is going to, you know, they're going to struggle offensively. Makai Becton just went out with an injury on that offensive line. So I see the Judons of the world eating everything up. And um, the minus five and a half could, could just come straight from the defense. I think I get a defensive score here, possibly. Rookie quarterbacks against Bill Belichick don't fare well. So I'm going to take the minus five and a half Patriots. Tell man, what do you think? Um, I'm just going to lean Pats here just because of the last point that you said, uh, rookie rookie quarterbacks against Bill. I don't know what to make of these Pats yet. Uh, I didn't like what I saw last week, personally. But I'm just going to lean just because of the Bill uh, Belichick versus the rookie thing. That's all I got. And why is that, though? I mean, I, when I think about last week specifically, I think about he was going against a disciple, Brian Flores, and we talked about Bill Belichick against his disciples since, you know, I've mentioned not it before, good. he's about two and seven against the spread. Yep, good. So that's kind of why I, I didn't want to, you know, take that three, three and a half last week. So I, I definitely, um, you know, I understand what you're saying. Though. They didn't look too great, but I think this is power where you tend to look great against the Jets. Yeah, I, I, I got a nugget for this. Uh, yep. This is a stay away from me, but Bill Belichick specifically against rookie quarterbacks and quarterbacks under three years of experience specifically his ATS spread is about 68%. And this falls right in that category. And the only person that's really messed that up as of recent has been Josh Allen. Yep, and it's open at about three and a half. I do want to say that. So it's rising as we speak. Get it before it gets to a touchdown, five and a half. It's going to keep going up. Yep, it's an overreaction. It's definitely an overreaction to a home loss. And if you would expect Bill Belichick to not have those guys prepared to go on the road in New York next week, I mean, you'd be a fool. So, yeah. Yep, Keith, what do you think about this one? Yeah, just quickly, uh, not to go over everything you everyone already said, but I got a, I got a pretty strong like with the pass here. I mean, strong lean. I can't like it um, just for two reasons. It goes against the system, albeit I don't know if there is a system that can contain how bad the Jets are. I think they're kind of outliers at this point. Um, and, yeah, just betting on the Jets is definitely against my own moral system. I'm, I'm definitely going to continue to fade them where possible. This definitely looks like a, a prime spot to fade them. Um, I think that the pass defense uh, is getting back to, to form. Um, it's only been one game, obviously, but um, I, I definitely like what I saw from them. I don't think the Jets have anything um, <laughs> that can change that. They, they don't even have The Jets don't have anything. You just, yeah, they, just yeah. they don't have anything. You so. hold a professional football team under 20 points, you're expected to win. The Patriots did that. They just need offensive production this week, and they will get that against the Jets. And, yeah. I mean, you can't turn the ball. They had two fumbles. I mean, you, you cannot do that. So, And they had one late in the red zone when they were about to go take the go-ahead score. Yeah, the yeah the fumble at the end was, you know, back-breaking, obviously. So. Yeah. All right, so... That's how we feel about that game. Stay away from Rome. Next game, 49ers minus a three and a half at the Eagles. The total is 50. Gentlemen, it's a stay away from me specifically because I remember betting on this game last Sun, last week, two or three Sunday night football. Took the Eagles to win outright at the dog. They did. It's a little, little, little shifty here for me. So I'm going to stay away with the Shanahan and the ego. A lot going on there. Rome, what do you think about this game? Yeah, got a like here, and it's on the 49ers coming into Philadelphia and covering the three and a half. I know three and a half is one of those numbers that does not often cover uh, on the road. However, I don't think it's going to close at three and a half. Uh, Justin Hurts, uh, Justin Hurts, I do this every time. Jalen Hurts looked sharp this past weekend, uh, but I mean, against who? Atlanta, 
Hey, that's my boy. And I've always, I've always touted him and, and said he's going to be a professional quarterback and he's proven himself to be. But last week was not that impressive against a, a Falcons team that has a total season win total of four games. So, uh, you know, good performance on the road. Him and Devontae obviously connect early and got that thing going. But at, at the end of the day, we're, 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 they're, they're scheming up against Kyle Shanahan. And this is a team that we would, if, if we're just looking at these teams very objectively right now, they're in two different tiers. All right, so let's not get caught up in the 49ers beating the Lions. Let's also not get caught up in the Eagles beating a bad Falcons team. Both of these teams played bad teams last week. And who do we think will be standing at the end of this season? The Eagles or the Niners? Give me the Niners playing a three and a half on the road uh, with the defense. Obviously, they get the cornerback injury out for the season. Uh, so, so it'll be some vulnerability there on the backside. So, uh, you know, I'm just looking forward to seeing Kyle Shanahan's scheme around this offense and specifically a new head coach. So, New head coach, first home game. Yeah, you know, good win against another former uh, new uh, a, a new head coach in Atlanta this past week. But you're going up against Kyle Shanahan, one of the best, and I expect the uh, 49ers to cover this weekend. All right, little birdie tells it's me like, someone, someone it's like. else it's a like for Rome. Someone else likes this game. Sound man, talk to me. Of course, I like this game, NFC West. Um, I just think <laughs> <laughs> personally, though, um, these Niners, man. They were just blowing the shit out of these Lions, and then they let them just come back in the game. I think they take that to heart. They come out here, they beat these Eagles. Like Rome said, these teams are in two different classes. Eagles obviously aren't in the 49ers class. Um, I think they just go out here, go on the road. But to P's point, that was a weird game last year. So it kind of startled me when I first looked at it, even though the Niners did win. But it was still kind of a weird game. I'm going to go with the Niners here just to, you know, say that last week was a fluke against the Lions. We are a real team. Let's beat another bad team. And if it's three and a half, they might win by four. Like how last week it was at 1.7 and a half and they won by eight. So I think they'll cover this three and a half. So I like that. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. Also, just to uh, piggyback off what he just said, going back to last year's game, we got to remember C.J. Beathard played in that game for the 49ers and Carson Wentz played in that game for the Philadelphia Eagles, though. Carson Wentz isn't there. The oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're no, we're not doing that wrong. I'm just, I'm okay. just saying, it spooked me out. It was like, okay, ah, all right, yeah. But right. uh, Keith, what do you think about this game? So you got to lean. Yeah, I got to lean with the 49ers here. Um, it's honestly close to a stay away from me. Uh, I definitely uh, feel the wrong sentiments where I do think the 49ers are pretty much the better team. But honestly, I just got to see a little bit more from both of these teams. Last week it was some bullshit. Um, sorry. Excuse my French, but no, no, uh, no. We yeah, it was it was it was heartbreaking to see what the 49ers did, letting the letting the Lions get back into the game because I don't think the Lions are like contenders at all. So that that in itself was a little disappointing. And the weeks, like you said, I mean the Eagles, like you said, played nobody. Um, I didn't see anything from either squad, um, and they both look different enough to me enough from last season that I just need to see more. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, I did want to know the uh, 49ers four and six against the spread roll fave since 2017. 16 and 14, I guess it's spread right out their win. I know they stayed in West Virginia this week, uh, staying on the East Coast time. Um, Eagles, 7 and 3 against spread home dogs since 2017. Uh, next game, Raiders at the Steelers. The Raiders, big win, big win this, this past week uh, at the Steelers. Steelers favored by five and a half. Uh, Keys, I guess I'll start with you, the Raiders fan. Talk to me. How do you feel about this game? Total 47 as well. So, honestly, I'm still high. I'm still high off yesterday. Uh, big win, big win, big trust. We love them, but it was a big win. Um, and I wanted to, I wanted to light the Raiders here. I literally had it 
as a life for the Raiders here, exclamation mark on the sheet. And then I sat and I was just like, this is exactly what happens every time. <laughs> it happens every time. I honestly can't remember. I mean, I, we, we were, we were, I think like six and four last week. So we did it, but I can't remember. We got the last time we got two big wins in a row. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> this Steelers defense is kind of scary. Like they're not, <laughs> they're not like uh, a banged up Ravens team where you know we can we can stay in the game with some with some uh, mistakes. We saw how they made a, a former playoff team, the Bills. You know what I mean? They made they capitalized on very like a couple of mistakes and they they were they were able to win the game. Uh, we're a Raiders team who, although it was a big win yesterday, uh, shown that we are <laughs> very susceptible to mistakes. Uh, so, um, I just don't see it. Uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like the Steelers to cover the cover the five at home, and no one to honestly care about this game. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna be crying. No one else is gonna care uh, because it's supposed to be, it's gonna be what happened. <laughs> All right, Ron, what do you think about this one? The Raiders, Steelers, Steelers favored by five and a half, total forty-seven. Uh, this is a very easy for, for for a sports handicapper that knows what they're doing. This line screams Steelers. Raiders just beat number, <laughs> number two or number three uh, team in the AFC last year at home. A young Raiders team that still had the same flaws that they had last year. Penalties, mishaps, and turnovers. Right? Yeah, Derek Carr wanted to fumble. He wanted to fumble. He tried to sneak it in. What are you doing? And slow starts. They started very slow to, uh, last night. So we, let's not get caught up in, in the last the last five minutes of the game in which they find a way to pull it out because there were some mistakes there made by Lamar Jackson. However, all that said, this line is way too steep for the performance that they just put on. They just beat the number two and number three best AC, AFC team uh, from last year. And, and now they're catching five and a half. The books aren't throwing you damn near a touchdown on a team that just showed up. They're not doing that. This line screams Steelers. We didn't show up though, Rome. We didn't show up. <laughs> and that's my point. That is my point. That's why they this line is five and a half. The look ahead was five and a half, and the line is now five and a half. No one at the book has been surprised. And that's why the line hasn't moved. That's why this line is the look ahead line. Yeah. But you know what this does? I think specifically uh, in, in terms of the Raiders side, the best angle on this is the Raiders' total team over. I think that offense could come out there and score some points. I don't think they're covering five and a half, and I think if they're not covering five and a half, they're passing late in the game, and they have more opportunities to score those points. The Steelers have a great defensive roster, but they do not they do not use it well. They have linebackers in space checking slot receivers and all types of just crazy stuff schematically that doesn't work. So I'm, I'm I, I, you know... I'm not big on the Steelers win this past weekend on the road either in Buffalo, but I'm not even going to do that. So this line screams Steelers. If you want to side me, I like less liability and a better offense. Raiders team total over, and this is a stay away on the sides for me. Yeah, I like where you started, Rome. I don't know about where you finished. Um, Steelers, <laughs> Steelers, the defense doesn't work. I mean, they're one of the better defenses in the league. I mean, I know you're watching the film, but I just think this Raiders offense, um, you know, they, they, they play well on the Monday Night Football. When you were talking earlier, I was like, yo, of course, this is definitely the way to, the, the bet the Steelers here is the way to go, um, especially when you talk about the line not moving at all. But you know me, motivational P, try to pick out meticulous Mark P, I try to pick out these spots. I love to bet on the team or bet against a team that comes off a crazy, crazy high, crazy win, 
uh, that just, you know, took over everyone's breath. Oh, these interviews after people hitting your phone, you got to text back, all of that. Uh, I remember specifically after the Minnesota Miracle, Stefan Diggs a few years ago, I bet against them the following week against the Eagles. I just think it's a lot to, to rebound from. And then um, when we also talk about the Raiders, I'm just unsure about um, the, the uh, you know, the, the receivers there. Um, they made some plays late last night, Brian Edwards. So I saw that. Uh, I thought that was great, but I just think they were trying to get into a rhythm because he was missing the Nelson Aguilar, Aguilar's of the world. So uh, there's still, there's still, you're trying yeah, to yeah. trigger me right now. He's specifically <laughs> the, trying to trigger me. The Steelers, the Steelers will, you know, I think the Steelers will show up here. They're back at home. Um, you know, um, I do, I do think it's, it's, a, it's a bit weary though for the, um, the Steelers. I mean, I think the line should go up to six. So if it just stays at five and a half the entire week. Um, you know, there is something on the Raiders, but I, I'm going to like the Steelers here, minus the five and a half, especially when I look at the fact that under Derek Carr, the Raiders are 18, 28, 18 and 28 against the spread after a win. So um, I'm going to go against those numbers in a good defense. And um, yeah, back to Steelers here. Sound man, what do you think? Just changing from a stay away to a, just a like on the Steelers. Um <laughs> I think uh, just hearing what you guys had to say just just made a lot of sense. A, a very, very hype win for the Raiders. You're coming off a big high. You're playing another team in the AFC North. And it's the Steelers who have, you know, an even better defense. Um, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, actually, I just said it like, I'm going to lean with the Steelers here. I wouldn't bet it, but I'm going to lean with the Steelers here just because the Raiders just did something they shouldn't have done yesterday. Yeah, I don't know if the Raiders are going to throw a 409 on the Stellar, so I'll take the under on that. I love watching Darren Waller get 19 targets as well. That's how you get a playmaker involved and you get your best players the ball. What the Titans did not do this weekend, what the Ravens did not do this weekend, what the Packers did not do this weekend. I love every second of it. (laughs) All right, next game, Saints at the Panthers. Saints favored by three and a half. Famous Jameis. Total is 44. Look ahead was three, so it's up a little bit. Uh, Rome, what do you think about this one? Uh, really like the over in this game. I know the total's low at 44. That means somebody's not going to show up, and if the line is is indicative of anything, it's going to say that the Panthers' offense isn't going to show up. Really, really like the Panthers' total team over in this game because you get a low line. This is a, this is a Joe Brady offense that hasn't shown to not be able to score 21 points. Total's 44. Right. Line is three and a half. That's saying that the Panthers aren't going to score more than 20 points. I get it. They played the Jets last week. But that's not even what I'm speaking towards. I'm speaking towards their production last year without Christian McCaffrey. And so now they got to have healthy offense. We know Sam Donald's in. We Believe what you want to believe. Have your takes on what you want to have about Sam Donald. He's a professional football quarterback in my eyes. Is he an upgrade from Teddy Bridgewater? I don't know. But I know they were able to <laughs> score more than 20 points last year with Teddy Bridgewater. So if he's no worse than him in my eyes. I'll put that there. So, uh, you know, obviously, big game against his former team last week, and that being the Jets. We know they're not great, uh, but but they were sharp. They were sharp on offense, and they were able to do the same things that they were able to do last year with Teddy Bridgewater, uh, speaking towards Robbie Anderson in that pass game, and then obviously Christian McCaffrey doesn't hurt on the ground. Uh, Packers, I think Packers' offense was worse than what the, we learned more we didn't learn much about the uh, Saints off, uh, Saints defense last week as I think we did about what the Packers offense is going to look like this year. I'm not big on them, specifically with all that mess going around. So speaking towards the Saints this week and their defense, you know, Marcus Lattimore gets $100 million this week. Uh, but he has a chip thumb. 
So we'll see how that works in the pass game. And he's we'll had see surgery on it actually, but he, he might he might play. Yeah, I mean he was out there in the cast in the second half. So I, 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 if he gets surgery on, it, I could see him still playing this week. I think Cam, Cameron Jordan and those guys, uh, Demario Davis, I think they'll be able to show up. But at the end of the day, I think the parents will be able to score more than 21 points, specifically at home in the division against a defense that they've seen before and they can scheme around. St. Uh, uh, Panthers, total team over. All right, for me, I'm going to go back to back here with Jerome real quick. Um, I went from a lean to a like on the Panthers because once you mentioned Lattimore, everything just clicked in my head. Oh, I forgot. Lattimore got paid. We understand that. I just had the surgery on the thumb. He may or may not play this upcoming week, but the line is going up. Yep. And then um, they apparently they've had some some COVID issues with the coaches coming off the uh, the Florida, the flights, the, all of that. They're dealing with that. A lot of testing. Um, there's a lot going on with the Saints. And then obviously the New Orleans. The you know uh, the thing about New Orleans. And then we know they don't play well in September against the spread. I don't have it in front of me, but we've talked about it here on this What's the Line podcast previously. In the last however many years, they are not good in the month of September. They're great in October. Last two years, they've come out strong in week ones against Hall of Fame quarterbacks. A coach, a great coach with an ego coming out strong against Hall of Fame quarterbacks. That sounds that sounds about right. I understand. I can understand that. It suddenly makes sense. Um, and then uh, the fact that you this is just a second week now. It's like, what do you what do you bring yourself up for the, this week? Is it the Panthers? You're going to Carolina playing these good guys down here in the division? I don't think so. I don't think you can pick yourself up two time, you know, two back to back weeks. Hurricane Ida going on, COVID going on in your in your in your building. Best cornerback is hurt right now, dealing with an injury. So I'm going to. Last time they slept in their own beds. I have no idea. So I'm going to take the Panthers. I'm going to like them plus the points. I'm a, I'm a, um, yeah, plus the three and a half. Also, I didn't mention. Oh my gosh, Matt Rule, head coach of the Panthers, eight and four against the spread as a dog in the NFL. But Matt that Rule, that's pretty good. That's pretty damn good for one year in the NFL. But Matt Rule, NFL and college football head coach, thirty nine and thirteen against the spread as a dog underdog. So I'm a back Matt Rule and my team, the Panthers here. Tell man, what do you think about this one? Potential sound man special here. Um uh, throwing it out there. When I first looked at the uh the slate, this is definitely was the one that jumped out in front of me. I think uh many things you all said. My main thing obviously, well for me, that's not obvious, but the COVID thing is going on. I'm watching my show that I watch every day. Guys are talking to Mario Davis. He's on the team bus. He's not wearing a mask. And then next thing you know, we're talking about COVID issues. So maybe players ain't playing this upcoming Sunday. Um I think we used to always say teams be ha- fat and happy. I think coming off a win against uh, Aaron Rodgers, you'll probably be fat and happy. You didn't even let him score a touchdown. Jameis threw five tugs. I think you probably go into this game in Carolina, underestimating the Panthers. CMC has not played at all. Well, I don't know if you, you guys played them at all before he got hurt last year, but I know you didn't play him twice, so CMC is back. That's something new. couple something got to give stats here. We haven't had one all season. Um, Saints allowing or rushing for 171 yards a game, which is third. Obviously, it's only one game. But the Panthers only allowed 45 rushing yards last week, albeit against the Jets. Something's got to give there. CMC is here. This is touch sound man special, man. I, I believe in this, man. You guys got CGI Panthers jumping out of fucking screens and shit. So, you know, it. let's go, man. Touch sound man special. Love the Panthers here, man. Getting money. Shout out to Tepper. Uh, Keys, what do you think about this game? 
Yeah, I gotta lean with the Panthers here. Um, pretty solid. It's honestly a game. You you said that the line's going up. It's something that I would suggest just waiting to see. I feel like the public and more, a lot of money is just gonna flow in on the Saints coming off a big win. Um, and to Salman's point, the Panthers didn't play. You know, they played the Jets last week, and it's not like they blew them out. The Saints blew out what people were thinking are a good team. So uh, it's funny that we all pretty much lean in Panthers here, but I, I definitely am as well. I feel like. If it's the system, they're a home dog in the division. Um, yeah, I just I like the Panthers. I I think the it was easy for the Packers to roll over uh, in that week one. It's just like it's bad vibes all over the place. And the Saints, um, I feel like they 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 really wanted to come out strong. Um, yeah, I, I, I lean Panthers here. All right. I just, uh, I just wanted to touch on this just a little bit. Just just one last thing. So make it quick, bro. Make it quick. We, we, I'll we be quick. Trying to just as a sports handicapper, how you want to look at this line. Look ahead line on this game was three. The actual line on this game right now is three and a half. The Saints just beat a number one uh, team, in the, uh, number two NFC team in pro football last year. And the Panthers just beat possibly the worst AFC team in pro football last year. There's been no movement on the line. Who played a better game and who did we learn more about last week? The Panthers, who beat the Jets, or the Saints, with a new quarterback, who beat the Packers? It's going to be the Saints. And you only get half a point of line movement? Sharps are all over the Panthers at this line, specifically only a half point up from last week, in which they would have expected it to be a larger uh, margin, uh, you know, had, yeah. had anything else happened. And Sharps love rule. Sharps love rule. I mean, he covers. So, um, yeah, next game. Cowboys at the Chargers. Chargers minus or favor by three. Total is 55. I'll start with me on this one. I got to lean with the Chargers, um, but I don't feel too strong about it. Uh, <laughs> it's, fin- it's funny the over-under started at 52 and a half. It's up 55 now because um, I think it'll be a lot of points scored. But I lean with the Chargers. Um, I think they'll, you know, be able to, uh, you know, run the ball a little bit more than they were against the, the Washington football team. And I just I just trust Herbert. I think they, you know, a lot of good skill positions trying to cover Keenan Allen is going to be tough. So I, I, I'll, I'll lean with the Chargers minus the three. Rome, this is your guy. What do you think? Justin Herbert, my guy. Leaning Chargers, probably will like them at the end of the week, just waiting to see what this line does. The Cowboys team right now that obviously is is just, they're they're doing exactly what, they, what we expected them to do. Be good on offense and bad on defense. Yep. So this this game, what's what's the margin difference here? Uh, is it going to be you know Chargers defense? Are they going to be able to make a stand, or is it going to be Cowboys defense? And are they going to be able to make a stand? Because both offenses we believe will be able to score. Give me give me the Chargers at home being able to make a stand better than than this uh, Cowboys defense with the you know Mika Parsons uh, the uh, uh, what's the guy Notre Dame Smith Smith uh, Smith. Uh, the guy from Boise State. Andrew. I mean, they got they got the whole linebacking crew. I don't know why they go linebacker there, but they got the whole linebacking crew back. They didn't address their issues, which is the secondary. And the best thing that offenses do in pro football is pass the ball. So I think the Cowboys will continue <laughs> to struggle on defense, specifically on the back end. Justin Herbert will be able to tear them up at SoFi, and they'll be able to cover by three. Love the over. Like the Chargers more. All right. Sound, man, what do you think? This is, is this also your guy, Herbert? Yes, this is definitely one of my guys. Um, I have something to say after this once Keith goes as well. Something potentially that could be happening right now. This is my second potential Soundman special here. I hate to say it as a Washington football team fan that I love the Cowboys this week. I've seen all that I needed to see 
between what the Cowboys did against the reigning champs and what the Chargers did against my mediocre Washington football team. They're like, <laughs> they barely beat us. I knew they were going to beat us, but they barely beat us. And the fight that the Cowboys put up against the Bucks, which had a legit defense, uh, a real like top five defense versus the one that my team's supposed to have, they did a way better performance than what the Chargers did. So I believe... Cowboys are going into SoFi, where they train at in California. They're basically at their second home. It's going to be the 425 game. They're going to win this game outright. This is probably more of my sound man special than the Panthers, but it's all the potential. But I sadly hate that I love the Chargers. I mean, the Cowboys here. Quick question, sound man, specifically for you. Totals very high. You like the dog. Obviously, the line's only three, so there's not too much margin there. How do you feel about the totals? Like I said, I like, I personally really like the Chargers team total over against a bad Cowboys defense. How do you feel about the total in that game? Total's 55. Um, I can see it going over, honestly. I mean, Dak can put up 28, and I think Herbert can do the same at that point. Wrong. Was, was, it, was, it, was he going to sway you either way or the other about the total? No, I'm not. Probably not. <laughs> You know, you know, I'm saying, you know how we like dogs and correlations to unders. We don't think either of these defenses are going to be good. So, you know, we're, we're, I just wanted to see where, where you stand. Antonio Gibson oh. went crazy last week. I think Zeke gets on track this week and Dax probably so throwing for another three. It's the outscores. It's not the defense that, that necessarily plays that great. Right. They're I, not going to play good. My, my thing is, I'm, I'm sorry, I know we're getting a little out. You guys were taking two, di- two, two differently approach, which is obviously what we appreciate here on the What's the Line podcast. But he's talking about like, oh, you guys played a, you guys played a bad team. You're going to come out this week and not be good. You know what I mean, Rome? So that's why I was like, we asked him about the total for us. All right. But Keith, what do, you, what do you think about this game? Oh, I'm going, I'm going all in. This is honestly the perfect time to fade me because this is all emotion. I'm going with the better quarterback here. That's my only piece of analysis. <laughs> the better quarterback here. Um, and I, honestly, I do think that the Cowboys are probably a better team than the Chargers. I mean, the line Chargers at home says that they're, they're pretty even. even. Yeah, yeah, they're even teams. They're even. So I mean, in all actuality, it's a it's a slight lean Cowboys. Um, but I'm, I'm gonna say I like the Cowboys. Just you know, you know, after Chargers. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, none of these against the spread stats really take me by. Uh, you know, take my breath away. But um, what do what do you think about that though, Rome? Um, before we get out of here with this game, quick. Uh, I mean, is that home field? Because the I don't do the Chargers get a full three for home field. I don't think they do. I don't think they do specifically in that brand new stadium. They didn't break it in like how the Raiders did this past week. So, so that says the Cowboys are better. On the <laughs> you line. know, right? You know. And, and this line does say that they're even. That's why you know I, I don't love the Chargers here. I don't love. The yeah, Cowboys. you only lean right. Yeah, you only I can only lean, but I do like the total team over on the Chargers. Let me yeah. make that be very that, as this is jumping out to me now. I'm saying yeah, it is the Cow- Cowboys is the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you right. only play money line at this line for me. I feel that as well. Yeah, because they need a win, and it is. That is, yeah. All right. Titans at the Seahawks. Seahawks favored by five and a half in the, uh, what is that, the 12? Is that what they call that, the 12? Uh, total is 54. Titans, uh, bad loss last week at the Seahawks. Seahawks favored by five and a half. Sound man, shaking your head. What do you think? Uh, fans, fan here. Staying away from it. My heart is too into it. Staying away. All right, Ron, what do you think? This is the exact line that the uh, obviously that the Steelers have this week at home, uh, but uh, it, it's a different five and a half. That being, Seahawks perform well, Titans perform poorly. Uh, however, the Seahawks don't really deserve to be laying this five and a half at home. It, it, this this line got to five and a half 
in different ways. I think the Steelers last week looked better than what people expected them to look like. And I think the Titans looked worse than what people expect them to look like. So different type of line movement. Like, like, like I just mentioned, line is at five and a half now. It opened, uh, the look at it was at three and a half. But, you know, that margin, that extra two-point margin really comes in from the Titans performing poorly. And then you add in the fact that they're going on the road in a hostile environment. And if any line or any team deserves a true three for home field advantage, it's the Seattle Seahawks. So you want to you take that out of the equation. They're basically saying the Seahawks are two and a half points better. But before they played, both of these teams played last week, they were basically saying the Seahawks are only a half point better. So, huh? I, you know, at this point, you know, this is, this is, it's just a funny line to me. But I just want to, to point that out, that these two lines, the five and a half in Pittsburgh and the five and a half, five and a half here in Seattle, they got there by two different ways. So uh, I can't really figure this one out yet. I'll look at it further uh, as the week continues. But this is going to be a stay away from me. <laughs> Come on, Rob. I got to point it out as a sports handicapper how you should perceive the line. I don't want you to look at a five and a half in Seattle and five and a half in Pittsburgh and think those are the same line. Right. No, that's fair enough. I, I I just lean with the Titans. I think there might be a little overreaction from last week, week one to week two. We know how that goes. Seahawks, uh, 12-14 and one against the spread as a home fave since 2017. Not not the same with uh, as they were with the Legion of Boom. So I usually try to stay away from them actually at home and try to bet on them on the road lately. Um, so I, I just lean with the Titans here. They'll be motivated. Hopefully they can do better things. I'm not betting this game, though. I'm just strictly watching. Keith, what do you think? Uh, yeah, it's a stay away from me. I I don't know what to make of either of these teams. Like, I, I don't think that was the Titans we're going to see for, for the rest of the year. Not yeah. to say that, they're, like, I expect them to get back to form. Or you know what I mean, as dominant as they were on offense last year, but um, I, it's, it's honestly a stay away from me because a lot of the points that Ron brought up, I think the line is just too funny. Um, it was it was a stay away at all. He he convinced me to be sort of leaning on the on the Titans slightly, um, just because of the way the line moved. I don't think it should have moved like that after one game. Right. All right. All right, so that was that for oh, you, tell me you had to stay away as well, right? Yes, I am. All right, next game. I actually missed these two. Uh, Vikings, the, Vikings at the Cardinals. Cardinals favored by four and a half. Total is fifty-one. I will start with me. I like the Vikings here. My bestie, Mike Zimmer, is that my bestie in a testy? Yes, it is. He's gonna come <laughs> through this week. He's gonna come through. Uh, we talk about Mike Zimmer. The Vikings are thirty-one and fifteen against the spread after a loss uh, since he's been a head coach. I know, Ron, we're not high on the Vikings as we've been previously this, That's our guy, though. this full That's year, our but guy. this this is our guy. It's still early in the year. You still have the team, you know, within, you know, before it gets a little too crazy. The morale. The morale. Exactly. So, you know, the team is going to come back strong. Um, I think that as much overreaction to the Cardinals, who nobody seemed to be talking about last week to beat these, to beat those Titans, but suddenly they, you know, got up there, did their thing. You know, Kyler Murray goes for five touchdowns. And yeah, they're favored by four and a half here. But they're, I, be, I was telling people all weekend on my um, my crazy weird drunken Saturday, uh, Keith, I was with you. But um, <laughs> I was just I was I was talking to someone and I was just like, yo, the Cardinals are, are great non-division games, so this this does fit that bill. But they're also great on the road. They're not on the road here. They're two and five against the spread as a home favorite. Um, so I, I just don't like the Cardinals in this spot. I'm gonna take my bestie in the test. He Mike Zimmer here. Plus the four and a half. Ron, what do you think? Right back after you. 
We're going back on the Mike Zimmer train. We love him after a loss. Like you said, 31 and 15 ATS. Going back seven years. Production is there. Efficiency is there. Offensively, last week, that was one of my best bets. Vikings total team over. Uh, the only thing that I was low on was the Vikings defense, and that's why I stayed away. And everything that I thought in that game would happen. The Vikings often showed up, and obviously the Vikings defense does not as the Bengals get the win. Uh, but that offense is still intact. What's really going to be a, an issue, ironically, with our bestie being the defensive coordinator with the background of Mike Zimmer, is the fact that, uh, you know, that defense isn't looking as sharp as the offense is. Right. And the offense has a new head, co uh, head uh, offense coordinator and pass game coordinator. And so now, you know, do we think we get on track against a Kyler Murray? <laughs> I do. Uh, specifically with that double A pressure that they like to show and that double A front that they like to show. Uh, I think it would be difficult for a young Cardinals team when a young coach specifically to cover four and a half. I think this is a big, big game for them to specifically come out and cover. We're talking about the history of the Vikings and the history of the Cardinals in the past five years. Lean Mike Zimmer on the road, catching those four and a half. Yep, and that's at Romy Rome, Rome underscore on uh, Twitter. Where's Rome? We'll be back next week for that contest. Uh, Keith, what do you think about this game? Uh, Cardinals favor about four and a half at home. It's definitely a stay away from me. Uh, just really quickly because my head is telling me Vikings for all the reasons you guys just said. Uh, but my heart just won't let me do it the way they let me down last week. Uh, Rome made his case for the Vikings. Uh, I, I made my case and I was completely wrong. I thought those injuries last year was what really did them in. But I mean... You talk about defenses, that's maybe just over. Maybe the Vikings defense is just that. Um, it's not what you think they are. Um, I was giving them the COVID pass, thinking they would be back, but nah, I got to see some of that. It's a stay away from me. Um, if I had to bet it, like guns in my head, which I do randomly, um, at least have to pick a side. I, I am going to play like, play Vikings uh, reluctantly, though. I, but I definitely wouldn't be surprised if, like you said, Zimmer got back to it. Um, yeah, you're getting over a field goal here. You're getting over a field goal. All right, uh, Salman, what do you think about this one? What if I told you on that Saturday, that drunken Saturday of yours, that you were telling me about these Cardinals? Hey, there we go, That's baby. That's you were talking to. And you were telling me that, yeah, week one, they'll be fine because on the road. You've also been telling me that this year is not their year. And I've been on the opposite side of you this whole entire time. I think these Cardinals are a pretty good team. I didn't think they would do that to the Titans. Um, I remember last week we asked, can we name anybody in their secondary? None of us could name anybody in their secondary. It doesn't matter against the Titans. They and don't use their offense. It don't matter about that, Rome. They locked all of them guys down. The Titans all didn't even play action last year. And I, I gave them shit for doing it too much last year. But it's just like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear Julio. Oh, turkey. I didn't hear Julio's name get called. I didn't hear AJ's name get called. My guy, Derrick Henry, had... In between them, Darren Waller had 19 by himself the other night. Hey, Whose all, fault all is Julio, that? All, I'm sorry, all Julio fantasy owners out there. I'm hearing uh, little Burry telling me, you know, it's little, it's done, it's over, it's over. It should have never been on your board. <laughs> Derrick Henry had nine yards in the third quarter, like it's, not it's, one. Yeah. <laughs> so this Cardinals defense had to do something. Um, so I think that they might be. I want to say legit. It's only it's only one week. I mean, some dude did have five sacks, but you know. Who was who that guy Dude, playing their against Kirk Cousins? Their defensive line is rival of any other defensive line at NFC West. That and and now you're playing the guy, Kirk Cousins, who's known to do whatever. I'm I'm leaning Cardinals here. Again, I wouldn't bet it because I don't know what to get from these two teams. I do think the Cardinals are going to be better than what everyone is saying they're not going to be. 
But I just never know what the Vikings, these guys were up 21-7. I turned back, and now we're going to overtime. So I don't know what <laughs> to make out of them. I'm going to lean Cardinals, though, because I do obviously like the NFC West. And Kyler, Little Feet, uh, Murray just is crazy. So they're at home. Maybe they can right their wrongs of what P says about them at home this year. I'm going to lean Cardinals here. Oh. All right. Uh, next game, Falcons at the Bucks. We got like three games left, gentlemen. Falcons at the Bucks. Bucks favored by 12 and a half. Total is 52. Um, as I'm looking for me, I think I thought it was a stay away from me. No, it's a lean with the Falcons, but only because of the number. It was at 13 and a half. Now at 12 and a half. I just think the Falcons, um, you know, maybe they can get it back together. But like, I just small lean. Um, but Bruce Arians, though, one and four against the spread is a double digit favorite. He's also 18 and 21 uh, against the spread um, as a home favorite, um, Bruce Arian. So I wanted to point all of that out. Rome, what do you think about this game? Nothing for this game. It's a complete stay away. All right. Peace, what do you think about this game? Um, <laughs> almost same. It's just like the numbers just way too high to really be like really be talking about. And we, and we just saw a high mm-hmm. number with them last week, the Bucks. Yeah, and you saw how it happened. All, I don't think the Falcons are anywhere near. I mean, <laughs> anywhere near, but they're definitely not as good as the Cowboys. But uh, it's just twelve is just like it's better better things to do with your life. And I, it, you know what? That's a that's a great point. It's just better things. That I'm not. No, I'm good. <laughs> I don't even want to tease that. I'm, I'm good. Um, all right, tell me, what do you think about this game? Bucks favorite about twelve and a half at home. Fifty two sa- total. I sadly think they're gonna cover. <laughs> I sadly <laughs> think they're gonna cover. Oh, I liked it. I wouldn't bet it. I would probably, I should probably lean because I wouldn't bet this shit at all. But I think they're going to cover, like, they had that high number, like we said last week. Obviously, only won by, what, a field goal. I think they probably understand their wrongs. I watched my guy's show. I was listening to Tom Brady's quarterback coach. They said they made these mistakes. They're ready to go. You're playing the Falcons. Hurts beat them by 26. So you're telling me Brady can't do the same or at least 12? I think they get out here and they beat the Falcons. The Falcons just, I saw nothing from the Falcons last week. So I think they'll cover one bet at those. All right. Yeah, I don't really feel that. Number's too damn high for me. Meticulous Mark P, no good. All right. Chiefs favor about three and a half at the Ravens. Total 55. You know, before the, uh, Monday night's game, that spread was two and a half, gentlemen. So they want to point that out. Um, three and a half, though, now. Total 55. I'll start with me, gentlemen. I like the Chiefs here. Um, it's, you know, I hate to go against the Ravens semi, you know, home team, but I think that they're sort of meeting their match this, this season had to kind of, you had to win that week one game. You had it in the bag. You let it slip away from you. The chiefs have their number. Um, the chiefs have, you know, one in eight, their last nine, uh, regular season games against the spread. I think that eventually stops. Like that's not going to, you know, especially with the numbers going to keep getting lower and lower. You could buy half a point, get this at three at a field goal. I like this up to five and a half. Chiefs just have the Ravens number, but Ravens continue to battle a lot of injuries. Um, are the worst defensive passing team in the league right now. Gave up 409 yards to the Raiders. So I'm going to back the Chiefs here. Too many weapons for one and a half cornerback to cover. So uh, no offense to any Ravens out there, Ravens fans. Keith, what do you think about this game? Chiefs favorite by three and a half at the Ravens. Oh yeah, I love the Chiefs here. I mean, we just beat them, <laughs> so it's like it's no questions. Uh, Ravens is a little too banged up. They don't. I don't think they have the weapons to just keep up. I mean, it's literally Lamar versus eleven. It's just Seems a like Lamar a versus eleven versus yeah. Pat versus this is this. Uh, it's going to be. It's a tough bounce back game for the Ravens for sure. They were they were supposed to get right versus us. They they messing up. 
Yeah, and Honey Badger returning uh, this week. Looks like he'll be off the, uh, the COVID list. No, man, what do you think about this game? Uh, Ravens, three and a half point underdogs at home. I'm leaning Ravens here. Um, I'm, I'm the only one, but I'm leaning Ravens here. Uh, as I said last week, and as you pointed out today or yesterday on the Monday morning pod, these guys don't be covering in their last few games. Yeah, granted, it's only four points. Um, but I don't know. I mean, the Ravens, obviously, they lost last night. For some reason, I don't know if anybody else seen it. This guy, Lamar, I mean, besides the fumbles, he looked pretty good to me. Like, maybe... Maybe like best I've seen him in a while, just pocket presence and all that. He looked really damn good to me, and it it's kind of sad as the weapons aren't there for him. I think he should have targeted uh, Andrew some more. But um, besides all that, I think they could just cover. They might win. I don't think they're gonna win, but I think they can cover at home. Home opener on Sunday night. Granted, it is the Chiefs. These Chiefs don't cover as of late, so I'm just going to ride with Lamar as well as my fantasy football quarterback this year. I'm going to ride with him, and I'm just going to lean Ravens. All right, Rome, what do you think? Chiefs favorite like, by three and a half. Like the Chiefs here, best offensive pro football. We see what uh, Ravens, were, uh, Ravens were able to do just the other night. This, they're, they're back on that same mode, hand the ball off, trying to play bully ball, and then when it matters and they get in tight, close games in which they need to score points and drop back and simply throw the ball, they can't do it. So, giving the Chiefs on the road, better offense, uh, an offense that continues to evolve, even though it doesn't really have to, an offense that stays stagnant on the other side, that being the Ravens. Like you said, Ravens banged up. And, you know, they're coming off a big loss here in, in Oakland. But the Ravens aren't one of these teams. They're, 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 they're a consistently good team. They're not one of these teams who need to get up for things. So I think this will be the same even kill Ravens morale that is usually high. I just don't think they'll be able to get it done at home. Chiefs, like, minus four. All right. And that's the last game for us, gentlemen. You know, that's the Monday morning podcast does the Monday now. Almost almost went over. Almost went over, honest. All right. So we got to get ready for teaser picks. Um, let's go around. Let's go around. I will. I guess I'll start with me first since um, I'm putting you guys on the spot a little bit. Um, I will take, give me, um, give me my bestie, Mike Zimmer, plus 10 and a half. And, um, I will also take me the Broncos at a pick them Broncos at a pick them. Uh, Rome, what do you got? Uh, just two, just, uh, hey, Rome, actually, let me come to you last. Let me come to you last. Cause everybody uh, else, two, we though, all, right? just two. We, Everybody got a W last week, except for you and the teasers. Now, I, w- I want you to, I want you to, I want you to get this W. I want you to, so, Keith, talk to me. What do you got for the teaser? Two teams. All right. So, for mine, I think I'm going to, I'm going to tease the Texans up to uh, plus 18 and a half and just, you know, like, <laughs> like, you begin, like, like, you know, if you lose that one, it's just like, all right, what the fuck? Like, it's just like, whatever. <laughs> um, and then, I can't. I, I I cannot do the same for the Falcons though. <laughs> my heart, my heart wants me to wants me to go Broncos, but I, I think I'm gonna just. I think I'm gonna cheese the Cowboys up to the plus to plus nine. We're doing six, right? Yep. So let's tease the Cowboys up to plus nine as well. All right. Uh, Salman, what do you got for me? Yeah, I was on the two games, that, the two initial games that Keith was talking about. I'm definitely doing the Browns and the Bucks. Takes the Browns down to six and a half, Bucks down to six. I think both of them, like I said, blow both of these teams out. So, I'll take it. All right. Rome, what do you got for us? Take us home. 
Trying to be sharp on these damn teasers, man. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta take it. I feel like you just be spitting them out. Like, yeah, yeah. It's the it's, if it's not minus one ten, it can't get my attention like that. It's just. It's <laughs> oh, hot. but it is. Oh, but it is. It's just not on on the site you better. I get it at minus one ten six. Okay. Uh, I I'll go Giants teasing them up on Thursday night. I can get half of my teaser action out of the way before I even walk into Sunday, and that gives me hedge protection. Okay. I like that. Mm. And it gives me head specifically on the game that I wanted to tease down, which are the Patriots. So I basically tease them down to pick them. So if the Giants cover, I have very sexy hedge protection with Miami money line. I'm sorry, Jets money line at home, catching at five and a half. So Giants win, as in win the teaser. That'll be on a six point teaser. It's all I need, really, because the Patriots, if I tease the line's five and a half, I tease them down to. Money line, that's all I need is a six-point teaser. Uh, so I tease Giants up to nine from three. Patriots down to uh, plus half a point, which is still money line. And then by Sunday, I'm walking in there and simply playing Jets money line for hedge protection. Disclaimer, Rome just gave you the play for someone who's already planning to be there more than one time this weekend. <laughs> so I'm just going to put that in there. <laughs> all right. All right. That was our teaser picks. Um, I will review them, but I always suck at it. So we're going to keep them moving. Those are our teaser picks. Uh, we went three and one last week with teasers. So, um, yeah. I'm yeah. the only loser, right? Yeah, but you went three and all best bets, and we love yeah. you. You're the people's yeah. champ. Come on. Solid. Solid. Yeah. All right. So let's get out of here, gentlemen. Wait quicker. Uh, pod live stream. Appreciate everybody who tuned in uh, out there. And we'll be back next week. What's the line podcast? Best bets are brought to you by Bluehost.com. Bluehost is your best around when it comes to site hosting. If you're starting a business, promoting a product, or writing a blog, Bluehost is for you. There's a ton of themes that will fit your unique style. They supply you with email integration to reach your supporters, premier plugins, and more all for less than $5 a month. Log in now to bluehost.com slash track slash Consulting to get the best offer for your site hosting. This is Omatic, a.k.a. Soundman, and these are the best bets for the week. Mike Curry's best bets are the Patriots minus 5.5, the Rams minus 3.5, and, and the Chiefs minus 3.5. Keese's best bets are the Steelers minus 5.5, and he likes the under of 24 points in the first half between the Texans and the Browns, as well as the Bills' first half, minus two and a half points. Rome's best bets are the Panthers' team total over of 21, which is up to 21 and a half now. He likes the Ravens' team total over, which is 26, but it's gone up to 26 and a half now. And he likes the over of 54 between the Seahawks and the Titans. P's best bets are the Patriots' first half minus three. He also likes the Steelers minus five and a half. And he loves the Panthers plus three and a half. As much as it pains me to say, this sound man's special for this week is America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs>